You are now listening to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast, where the resilient, relentless, and shameless thrive. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh my goodness. Hey friends, what's up? It is your host, Sarah Jang of the Sincerely Shameless Podcast, the founder, curator, and writer of The Shameless Brand, designer of Shameless Fruit (laughs) Apparel. What's going on? I am so excited to be back in my seat. And let me tell you, I have 10 episodes of just goodness coming your way. During the eight weeks I was able to, well, the eight-week break, I was able to research, read, pray, cry, laugh, and cry some more, okay? And so many things were given to me. So many things were shown to me. I had received revelation on so much that I was like, this is exactly what the shameless community needs. We're four seasons in. We're four seasons in. I couldn't be happier. And um, I'm excited. So I do have a story time before we roll into the content and um, the layout of the show will make a lot more sense after we do this. And of course, I wish I had gotten this um, season one, but it will possibly be the foundation going forward. But basically, I kind of want to do every episode going forward, highlighting where the shame is and what it is, okay? And so let's do a story time. Let's go back to 2017. I had just gotten laid off of my job. I had to turn these people's um, company car in, their phone, their laptop, and iPad back to them. And it did not feel good. You know, I had just graduated from college two years prior to that. I had had my first corporate America job. I was on time. I was in New York and Company shopping the career section. And imagine my shock, May 27th of 2017, they call me in and they say, hey, we're going to eliminate the position. We have nowhere else to place you. I was like, man. And I remember being very confused and probably worried about my bills. So I remember taking a shower and I just kept hearing the word shameless, shameless, shameless. And I was like, oh, I like that. So I got out of the shower and I went and wrote it down on a sticky note and I got back in the shower. I was like, I'm going to enjoy this. From that day forward, I remember building my website out and it was the shameless brand, you know, and I was like, man, the shameless brand, Sarah J and the shameless brand. It's beautiful. It's cute. And Lord knows I love cute and beautiful. Like it just sounds good. Right. And, um, as I started to do more work within the blog, writing entrepreneurial tips, um, writing from the devotional aspect, writing from places of encouragement, writing from places of doubt and and just random guilt for no reason. I started to see that, Shame was actually a word that needed more of my attention. And in all honesty, I did not Google it. (laughs) I did not know what shame was. Therefore, I clearly was probably embodying it. So 
during this time, um, during the eight weeks, I finally sat down and said, Sarah, like, you're always exposing yourself, you're honest, but are you really operating in the fullness of what shameless means? So I sat down and I said, sure. Let's read it. Let's look it up. And you guys, the definition 1000% shocked me. And I'm gonna give it to you. The definition of shameless is an unpleasant, self-conscious emotion typically associated with a negative evaluation of self, withdrawal motivations and feelings of distress, exposure, mistrust, powerlessness, and worthlessness. Y'all, I wish I could lie and tell y'all, I was like, oh, that is not me at all. 1,000% me. (laughs) 1,000% me. I was not shameless. And though I'm truthful and honest, I have not been shameless in a while. In fact, I had been shamed. And it wasn't something that I experienced at 27 that made me shamed. It wasn't 29 and it wasn't 30. It was five years old where I felt shamed. It was eight years old where I felt distress. It was 10 years old in my own household feeling mistrust. It was all of those moments, all of those um, instances in life that created out this person at 27 in the shower, pondering, how am I going to pay a mortgage? Do I apply for food stamps? No, I'm too above that. Just shamed, right? But I'm hungry, right? So- It's interesting, and I always say God has a unique humor, and I love it. The very people that are called to bring light to a thing is possibly the very person that struggles the most with that thing. So now that we have the definition of shame, and you've got, you know, your host and founder of it admitting to you that I am shamed um, and working through it right now to become the most authentic, truthful, resilient, relentless, shameless person I can be, I just, I'm ready to get into the content. What do you do that takes very little effort, but maximum passion? This is the very thing that leads very little teaching, but could use a little bit of cultivation. This is the thing that feels most natural and brings effortless joy. It is your gift, your calling, your purpose. Okay. So for the topic of the day, I definitely want to talk about identifying the gift identifying your gift. And I can best speak about that from my very own experience. And um, I hope you can take what you need and leave what you what you don't and pass it along to someone else. Story time. <laughs> so um, I remember being 12 years old um, and I remember going to my mother and saying, I know what I wanna do for the rest of my life. And she said, what's that? I said, I wanna publicly speak. I just want to talk. I want to talk to women and men about things that no one else wants to talk to them about. I want to listen to men and women um, speak about the things that torment them at night. I want to talk about my life experiences in ways that others would feel unpleasant emotions 
to even expose themselves in. And though I didn't have that language at 12, I knew I wanted to talk, okay? I was the girl that got into trouble at school because after I finished all my work, I talked. I was the kid at home who set up the house like it was a talk show and I had note cards and cue cards and it's like, it's your turn. And I would get really upset when people didn't follow the script. I'm like, that's not your line. I am the friend that has game nights and, you know, I moderate the game show and uh, it took no practice. You know, Um, I had many other skills, many other talents. I play basketball. I can run. I can jump. I love a great debate. But most of all, I love to talk and it can get a little messy because, If you love to talk and you don't cultivate what you like to talk about, you're probably the best cusser. You're probably a great gossiper. And you probably know how to crack some jokes and encourage people all in one. So as time went on, I decided I love to just see people lifted up. I love to see people joyous and excited about life. I love to see um, women and men thriving at their maximum capacity when it comes to communication. And that is all in the arena of talking. So when we talk about the gifts, the calling and the purpose on our lives, um, this is the thing that you do that takes no effort. This is the, this is the no brainer, right? This is the easy thing, right? Um, so for myself, when I came to it, it, I was 12, but I didn't know it was going to take years of cultivating it. And there's shaping in there. There is um, trial and tribulations within the gift. And um, then you kind of can take off from there. So currently I have been training team members in the property management sector. And I recently picked up a second job where I work in the restaurant industry. And previously I was in the restaurant industry in prior roles. And even at the age of 15, I just remember being that girl at the register, like, welcome in, like, can I take your order? What else do you like? What else do you need? I just loved it. But with my gift of speaking, the undertone of that is service. And, um, I want to encourage you to figure out what your gift is. I know for myself in waitressing, I can speak to my tables. I build connections very quickly and I serve them. And I start with, it is my absolute pleasure to serve you because I get to learn a little bit more about you and you get to learn a little bit more about me. And through our moments in this um, interaction, we both can grow a little bit and we both can heal a little bit. Maybe we can experience some joy. Maybe we can experience some laughter. Um, but it's impertinent that we discover the gift. So what is yours? Is it helping? Is it encouraging? Maybe you're on the analytical side and you've just always been really great with the numbers. Perhaps comedy is your thing. You love to see people laugh. Or maybe parenthood is your gift. Like maybe you're the best mother known to humankind, Come mother with me though. Come come over here. <laughs> um, maybe it's hairstyling. Maybe it's fixing. Um, you know, we love projects. Whatever it is, in this time, it is important that we identify the gift. Now, I do want to say, while all those are upsides, and you know, it sounds fluffy, there are some downsides. I want to give you guys um, 
my own personal testimony that I actually struggled with while identifying the gifts. Okay. So while identifying my gifts, I knew that I was called to women to encourage, uplift, strengthen, help build, empower, because I don't have a hating bone in my body. Girl, go get it, you know? However, I can say with that gift, the flip side of that has been I've experienced every form of toxic friendship known to humankind. Nothing has not happened (laughs) to me in my female friendships. And that is where I get the most attacks. In my calling, I get the most attacks. And it's important for me to know that that is my calling to walk away from the person who is coming for me and not walk away from the calling, if that makes sense. And I'll probably build that out a little further. But I have experienced manipulation in my female friendships, mistrust, um, use. I have created friendships based out of need. That is the worst thing you can do. Don't do it. I have created friendships out of my enemy's enemy is my friend. Um, I have been the villain. Um, I have been the superhero. And um, the point of me saying this is what I want you to know is just because the very thing that you do effortlessly and with passion and you can probably do it in your sleep does not mean it will be a walk in the park. I want you to know that you can be called to something and be tormented with it. And it is going to be your responsibility to release the tormentor and continue to walk with the calling. It became very clear to me this year when, you know, I heard fall in love with the calling, but not the people you were called to. That was big for me because I've best friended. I have sisterhooded. I have homegirled. The very person I was called to help instead of just helping, you know, um, I have had to step back from friendships and say, wait a minute, this woman is called to me and I need to be praying with her or she should probably follow the podcast, not intimately within my friend group. Does that make sense? So while identifying your gift, just know that trial and tribulation will come. And just because it comes, it does not mean you're not called to it. It just means you need to pivot with it. And so for me, I had to learn that I could not fall in love with those I'm called to, but I I absolutely must fall in love with my calling. Because if you fall in love with who you are called or what you are called or where you are called to, you will probably 1000% walk away from the call because those areas will disappoint. And you can't work in your calling with bitterness, with resentment, with fear, with shame, with doubt. You have to be able to walk walk within your call unapologetically. So I want to encourage you to continue to do the work, continue to seek what your purpose is, continue to cultivate it. Um, It is okay to have early stages. It is okay to make mistakes within your calling. Um, but to continue to go after it and do not allow those people, places, and things that you are called to, to disrupt your calling.
All right, now we are in the second segment of the podcast, and this one is a new one, you guys. This is something I had been praying about for a minute. I even thought it deserved its own platform, um, but it is called Total Assumption. Total Assumption is where you take the incident at face value, purely from your mindset, from your pure emotion, and concluding the entire situation. This could either promote um, optimism or promote cynicism. So I'll give you a story example. So I've started this new job and I am in fine dining waitressing. That's right. I am in fine dining waitressing. Can you can you imagine? I can't, but I'm there so I can. So I am, you know, here in fine dining, they are welcoming me in the training process and um they are telling me, hey, these are, you know, the servers, these are the bartenders, the this is our chef. This is the expo squad, and these are the essays. And I'm like, the who? They're like the essays. I'm like, okay, the who? you know. And it's 2021, you guys. I have them face mask on and my brows. I just place them slightly arched so I never look too shocked, right? So I'm like, the who? They're like the essays. I'm like, okay. When I go and meet the essays, I kid you not, they're all Hispanic. Every last one of them. And I'm like... What? So let me give you backdrop. Backdrop. We are in the most civil, unrested, racially climatic point in history right now. Everything is polarizing. Everything is triggering. I think we're in a place of trying to heal, but when you're healing, everything hurts. And so I literally, in my mind, did a total assumption. I said, this restaurant right here has lost its ever-loving mind. They have collected three hardworking Hispanic men and called them essays. Well, what's next? You're going to call me the blackie? Like, I'm so confused. Like, I totally assumed, and let me tell you, my morale for the rest of that day was a little shaky because it had increased cynicism. I'm like, wow, we really live in a time where we're just bold and blatant about it, right? So we just calling folks essays. Like, I mean, I understand that slang, but I'm not calling them essays. So what do I do, right? Because I'm absolutely trying to operate in mindfulness. And obviously the shame in that area of being an African-American woman in 2021, it, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely shocked. You know, I'm shocked. And, um, you know, I wanted to operate in vulnerability and just kind of say, hey, like, that's not okay. But thank God for God, because... I happened to have been training with an African-American male and I said, hey, you know, um, I asked all of the gentlemen who um, aren't servers what their names were and I wanted to be as politically correct as possible, okay? And he was like, yeah, yeah, the essays. I was like, yeah, see, I'm a little concerned about that um, name. I, I don't feel comfortable calling them the essays. And he was like, why? I was like, well, haven't you noticed they're all Hispanic? He said, yeah. And I was like, um, you do know what essay means, right? He's like, Sarah. And I'm like, what? He's like, no. I'm like, no, what? 
He's like, they are the S, the letter, A, the letter. I said, okay. He was like, they're serving assistance. Wow. <laughs> Do you see how dangerous it is to totally assume? You guys, I, friends, friends and family, friends and family of the shameless community. I know, I know. Y'all was about to write a y'all was about to write a letter, weren't y'all? Y'all was about to send a review on Yelp to y'all were about to slide in my DMs and ask me what restaurant is this and why, correct? Me too. I was ready to literally quit because my thought process, my total assumption, because I didn't ask any questions, I did not, you know, do enough research. My total assumption in that moment was we are bold out here in America, in the US of A, and Dayton is bold. You know, we are calling a team of people. Yes, they, yeah, sure, right? But no, right? I was so grateful that I asked because that would have put the most sour taste in my mouth ever. So the lesson of that one was in that moment, I totally assumed that this was a restaurant that I was working for that was willing to call a group of people, yes, naturally by their descent, um, a name that may not have been deemed respectful from other people that may be a term of endearment within their culture group. And I did not want to be a part of that. And I didn't want to promote that as well. And so I was ready to totally quit. And it, in that total assumption, it, it increased cynicism, right? It did not create some form of optimism for me. It was definitely a negative emotion that arise. And so my lesson from me to you is what did you totally assume this week? Can you go back and ask questions? You guys, this is the only way we're going to heal. This is the only way we're going to heal. This is the only way other cultures will learn about other cultures. This is the only way you can learn the difference between um, each other and then our similarities. You know, we got to ask these questions. We cannot be ashamed to ask. We cannot totally assume, unfortunately. Um, because look, I would have walked away from a job when in actuality they, in fine dining, you have server assistance. Isn't that something? <sighs> What did you totally assume this week? All right, guys, friends and family of the shameless community, we have reached the third segment of the podcast, and it is Candidly Sarah J. This is where I offer a tip and a resource, okay? So as we identify our gifts, as we build out what that looks like, as we define who is for, what is for, and why it's for us, I, I definitely want to give you a tip. The tip of, you know, the day or maybe even the week or possibly the month or the year is um, know your why. Know why you do the things that you do and do it from that place. So in short, this year I have had to do everything 
that has been required of me to do from a place of love. I have to go into my job where I was making $14 an hour knowing darn well I deserve at least 90K minimum and and add value and do admin work from a place of love. I couldn't have done it any other way. I know that I have to greet my tables because that's the season that I'm in, excited and jubilant and all about them from a place of love or else or else the food won't hit the table. I know that I have to show up for my father who is just not in the best place ever from a place of love. I have to manage my emotions and my friendships from a place of love. That is where I do it. But why do I do it? Because I want to receive love back. That is my tip of the day. Ask yourself, why do you do the things that you do and where does it come from? A really great resource for that, and I know it's definitely helped me, um, and I am not getting paid to do this ad, but um, if y'all at them or use it, just let me know. Slide in my DMs. I can send you guys a free week. Is BetterHelp. BetterHelp has helped me in ways um, that are unimaginable. Just being able to place my burdens on someone selfishly, of course, um, a licensed therapist who can give me language for why I do the things that I do and how I can be better in them. And then also another resource, of course, is the book Boundaries by Cloud and Townsend. While you are identifying your gift, um, doing it for yourself won't do be enough. You'll quit. But while you're doing this, you're going to need boundaries. You're going to need rules and regulations. Anything without structure is is damn to fall. Okay. So that is my tip of the day. That is the resource that pairs well with it. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for sticking with me. This is Sarah J, the host of the Sincerely Shameless podcast. I'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where the resilient, relentless, and shameless thrive. If you'd like to learn more about The Shameless Brand, please be sure to visit us at www.theshamelessbrand.com. If you'd like to learn more about the founder, writer, and curator of The Shameless Brand, please be sure to follow her at Instagram at she so with two o's shameless underscore and if you'd like to take advantage of our sponsored partners with better help please be sure to click the link within the body of this podcast we are so excited about your healing and growth we look forward to seeing you next week with life love abundance and joy talk soon